0: What? No. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info U.M. featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam.
1: And welcome to Sports Info U.M. You got Daryl rolling it, rolling it, rolling it. Hey, check this out. On Thursday, June 1st, Cleveland Cavaliers got beat 90 to thir- 113 by the Golden State Warriors. On Sunday, June 4th, Cleveland Cavaliers got beat 132 to 113 by the Golden State Cavaliers. On Wednesday, June 7th, the Cleveland Cavaliers got beat 118 to 113 in Cleveland by the Golden State Warriors on Friday, June 9th. Beat the, 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 the Cleveland Cavaliers beat Golden State Warriors. He was hurt. I didn't think he was going to do all this and that in the playoffs. Well, he has really made me a believer, and I really think Kevin Garnett has, has made an effort to show a lot of people in, in these playoffs that LeBron James might not be the best player in the world anymore, you know. I think Kevin Garnett he 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 really may have 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 something to say about these about these playoffs because this guy really is playing like he is the best player on the planet. I mean, and when you look at him, you know, he's he's, he's seven foot it appears to be seven feet. He 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 plays like a point guard or a point forward or or whatever you want to call these guys nowadays. But I mean, this guy Kevin Durant is really, really, um, really doing some things. I mean, he's he's, he's leading his team in rebounding, scoring. I mean, you you just can't say enough about Kevin Durant. And I I I'll, I'll say this: I don't think I don't think go to, the Golden State Warriors would be. In this situation, with a three-one lead in the playoffs of the NBA Finals, if Kevin Durant was not a part of of this team, I, j- I just don't I don't see it happening. And and you know, and hats off to Kevin Durant because hey, you know this guy's doing it. You know, and and he took a pay cut to. Um, to be a warrior and go and play for this team. Now, it's not a lot of people gonna take a pay cut to go and do too much or nothing. But some of these guys in the NBA, they have a they have a lot of money. I mean, and and when you when I say a lot of money, these guys have a lot of money already. So, and all of the NBA contracts are are base are guaranteed. So, you know, it's no need for them to. Um, To to be concerned about anything as far as getting their money because once you sign a line, the money is yours and it's yours to keep. Now, what you do with it, that's a whole nother story because um, some of these guys just really um, cannot cannot keep their money, and that's another story at another day. But talking, let's get back to this, this, this Kevin Durant cat. You know, I, you know, LeBron James has been labeled the best player and I think Kevin Durant, you know, now, now we look at the whole big picture of the whole thing, him leaving, him leaving his team in Oklahoma, going to join the, uh, the Golden State Warriors. A lot of people thought that was like, you know, a. uh, uh. uh uh, a, a horse manure move, you know? How you gonna go and join the best team in the league? Well, they weren't the best team because Golden State, because Cleveland beat them last year. However, Kevin Durant has joined this team, and I mean, he has really left his mark on this team, and it it really it really appears as though um, they're off to, they're often they're on their way to win a uh, win a championship. That's without without question, but. Um, with Kevin Durant winning winning this championship, this will be his first championship ever, and who's to say how long he's going to stay with Golden State? You know, I've I've, I've often said that I really think LeBron James, I don't think he's going to be in Cleveland for the rest of his career, but uh, if if Kevin Durant stays with Golden State and uh, he wins another championship with uh, with Golden State, um, does Does he leave or does he stay and win four championships with this team? Um, Is his health going to stay healthy and is his health going to hold up and be able to play at a level that um, he wants to play at? Because we've seen him um, deal with some injuries in the past and he's not a very, very big man. You know, uh, I think someone said when he came in the league, he couldn't bench press 140 pounds. You know, I hope he can bench press a little more than 140 pounds now. But all of that aside, Is this team that Kevin Durant is is this team that Kevin Durant is playing with now better than the Oklahoma teams that he played with when he had Harden and Westbrook? Is this team better? And and that's that's a question to ask, you know, because we look at both of these guys. Westbrook, he's he's always uh, if he's not an MVP, he's, he's in the t- talks about being the MVP. And Harden, with his play in the last couple of years, he's either in, he's all he's been in the talks for the league MVP. So, is this team that Kevin Durant, the, the Golden State Warriors, are they better than the team that he played with in Oklahoma? Now, I I don't know. I, I probably would say I probably would say no. I think Westbrook and, and, and Harden are better players than um, than um, than Stephon Curry and whoever you, whoever else you pick from that team to play with um, play with them. Klay Thompson, I don't think he's in the same conversation as as Westbrook and and Harden. So what is it? Is it that um, Westbrook uh, is it that um, Durant has found a team that he doesn't have to be needed so heavily? Or uh, he's found a team that actually that plays team basketball that are willing to make the extra, the, the second, the third, the fourth pass to get it to get a good shot. Or, and when we looked at that uh, at that Harden, Westbrook, and Durant team, those guys at the later part of the game they were always appear to be losing their mind. They never played with confidence, especially when the game was tight. Uh, and i'm not and i'm not talking about a 2 point lead i'm talking about an 8 point lead with those cats you know they just never really played with a lot of um cohesiveness they didn't play together you know they had superstars but they never they never played together so i really um I, I, it makes you wonder you know what's what's going to what happens with this um what happens with this with the um with the nba um and that whatever really happened with that with that team, you know, uh, a lot of people um, um, blamed a lot of the problems that they had on, on uh, Scotty Brooks, a coach. Um, maybe if Doc Rivers coached those three guys, we may have saw, saw a different outlook. Because you know, when we look back at it, when we, you know Doc Rivers was one of the first people that I guess you can say coached the big three when they had Paul Pierce, um, Kevin Garnett. And Ray Allen, you know, those three guys came together and, and made the first big three. But they had a coach that was really a, uh, you know, you know, Doc Rivers is a he was a player. You know, Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers played with Dominique Wilkins. Come on, for, for God's sakes, he he not only was a player, he played with one of the biggest superstars ever playing in the NBA. So, and he played for the Celtics. Um, and I'm not sure if he won a championship with the Celtics, but it's playing, but. Uh, my point is, they had they had a real backbone at that coaching position, and maybe Scotty Brooks just didn't have enough to, to pull that team together. But Kevin Durant, and we and we and we see right now that um, that um well, well, we've seen in the past that Steve Kerr is a, is a solid coach. And right now he's proven to be a solid coach, and even though it appears that he's um, dealing with a lot of issues with pain. And, and if you ever had a back issue and I have had one, um, that's, uh, that back is a serious, is, is something serious, man. So, um, Kevin, um, Steve Kerr has really, um, maintained cohesiveness with this, with this team. Uh, after bringing in a superstar like Kevin Durant, who no matter what he is going to be the star of the program. He is he wherever he is he he's going to be the star. Now tonight, <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this when uh, when Cleveland won um, on Friday night. I was thinking, you know, just maybe. I hope I would I would hate to think this, but just maybe. I, I really don't even like to think about this, but just maybe. Golden State Warriors wanted to go back to California and win at home, so hey, they could actually hey um, you know, so they could actually celebrate at home with their with their fans in. In California, now I, I say that, but I just do I I'd, I'd hate to think something like that would actually go down because you know you just don't you know you don't get another chance and I, I don't you just don't get another chance and for Cleveland to beat them one thirty seven one sixteen on on Friday I I don't think that was a um, I don't think that was a mishap but hey maybe Cleveland has found momentum. Maybe Cleveland has found, uh, you know, intestinal fortitude they take to beat this team. And maybe Cleveland, they might be ready to um, to win. And hey, if they win tonight in California, in Golden State, across that Golden State Bridge, if they win tonight, then it is it is a series. It is worth looking at on on uh, on Thursday night. If they win tonight, it's worth looking at on Thursday night. Because on Thursday night they go back to Cleveland. Now, if if just so happened that LeBron James and 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 Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love can pull one out tonight and JR Smith score four points, my goodness, man. Yeah, this this dude JR Smith he, he's just almost been like a ghost in the in the playoffs. You know, um else. but anyway, uh, just don't even play um, J.R. Smith. Put 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 uh, Kyle Korver in the game. At least you have a chance of um, of, of scoring. You know, Kyle Korver is a scorer. But I, I I really think if they can um, pull out something tonight, uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a different series. You know, it'll be two three and and Golden State will still only have to win one game um, to take this to um, to take the NBA championship. I think um, it could be if, 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 if. <laughs> if if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. <laughs> so, hey, we try not to use that if for the sports world. However, however, Cleveland does have a chance to turn this series around tonight by winning um, game five of the NBA playoffs. And, hey, LeBron, tighten it up. Let's do it. Come on, LeBron. A lot of people counting on you, man. But let's talk a little bit about football because, you know, there's some things happening in the world of football. You know, um, Jeremy uh, Macklin, um, I thought was a a really top receiver. I thought was probably not the best, but one of the best receivers uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs has just signed a two-year deal uh, with the Ravens. And Steve Smith came out and said that um, uh, Macklin is going to help the Ravens score a lot more points this year than they did last year. I, you know, I, 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 I believe that. I, I think Macklin has a couple more good years left in him. His issue has been in the last few years is staying healthy. Um, he's had some health issues. He had a knee when he was in Philadelphia, and um, he had some health issues that kept him off the field last year at Kansas City in the playoffs. I remember him coming back for the playoffs, but he just wasn't healthy enough to really help this team. Um, And there's a story out that uh, Des Bryant is making a serious effort to – to get Reavers, De- um, Darrell Reeves to come to um to the Cowboys. Now, I I, I would agree, I think the Cowboys are, are a few pieces away and um and I think a hit he- and I think a healthy Dez Bryant this year is gonna make a world of a difference uh, for the Cowboys. And I'll say it on this – I'll say it right here on Voice America, on Sports Info UM. I think the Cowboys are playoff material. I really think they're going to be contenders for the playoff next year. And I, I think this guy Revis, you know, um, Revis is not as – he's not the same – he's not the same Revis we saw um, in Tampa. Um, it's, you know, it's, he's not even the same Revis we saw with the Jets. But I think this guy – um Carries a high pack, high price tag, and um, he's he's like a bounty hunter. He 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 going to the highest bidder, and I re- I really think he can still play, and I think he's going to make a difference um, if the Cowboys can can pick him up. You know, I I I, I think he can. You know, um, this cat uh, Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram says he's embracing the challenge of, um, having a 32 year old, um, agent Adrian Peterson, uh, come in and work and work behind him, you know, and he makes it clear that, Hey, he, he is a starter and he's going to be the man. Now we all know that Adrian Peterson is Adrian Peterson. Let's don't, let's don't get it twisted. Adrian Peterson is still Adrian Peterson. And, um, I think it might be a really good fit for Adrian Peterson because he's not going to have to, um, you know, in a sense, it was at one point, the Minnesota Vikings gave the ball to Adrian Peterson, not only because they had to, And sometimes because they not even did they want to, but but because he was the draw. He was what people came to see. People want to people come to see teams win, but some people in Minnesota came to see Adrian Peterson break a long run, make things happen. He did it for so many years in in Minnesota. So it was a it it was time for him to leave because he was almost dictating part of the office that he shouldn't have been. And you know what was going to happen when he came back this year after being on an, after, after having injuries, he was going to be doing the same thing. So I think it was a good thing for um, I think it was a good thing for the Vikings, and I think it was a good thing for Adrian Peterson, and I really think it's gonna be a good thing for Mark Ingram and the um New New Orleans Saints. Hey guys, you listen to Sports Info UM on the Voice America Radio. I'll be right back with more sports information after these messages.
2: Your internet flagship
0: station for sports.
2: Voice America Sports.
0: Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave.
2: Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now, just like the game itself you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the
3: next show.
2: This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're lobbing lead and punching paper. As we talk firearms, ammunition, accessories, and gear, we'll also take an in-depth look at becoming a better marksman and fostering the next generation of hunters. Joining us is Jim and John Scouten of Shooting USA and Jeremy Millette from Silencer Shop. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144, or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info you, UM. Hey, I think we got a call on the line. Danny, what's up? Danny, what's on uh-huh. with
4: you? What's, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? On? How you doing? How you doing, D? How doing? You, um, you know... I come, I come to spread the news about the Junior Cavaliers where we start kicking off our football program. Tomorrow will be the first day of official practice. We've been conditioning for the last two weeks. Um, tomorrow we had a great turnout. We um, with our program alone, we had uh, like forty-five kids out just for conditioning. Just what we call conditioning is when we bring the kids out and get them in shape, run them, you know, do, you know, um, you know, what is what is uh, the you know the regular routine with exercises and, you know, running, win sprints, 40-yard uh, dashes, 100-yard dashes, and we just had the kids out doing their thing. But um, at the Junior, junior Cavaliers um, here at Carl Gable, we trying to get these kids to come out and play some football here. No scales. If your kid is obese, don't let them tell you your kid can't play. We got a program designed especially for the kids who don't get a chance to play. That's what I'm talking about.
5: And that's,
4: um we are accepting cheerleaders and and um we take cheerleaders and dancers. Not just cheerleaders, we got cheerleaders and dancers. Uh ages run from four to fourteen. And um basically we will be out there every day from five thirty to maybe eight thirty with with all different levels of teams. Some teams are practice for an hour and a half, the other teams are practice for two hours. But basically, we're just, you know, going along with the, the kids and, uh, you know, basically, we're just trying to keep these kids connected to something other than, you know, we're trying to keep them occupied and keep them connected other than the, the stuff that's going on on the Internet. What well, we, we got going on with these kids, trying to follow these rappers and trying to be gangsters and all this stuff. Here, that's you know? what I'm
1: talking about, Danny. Hey, we
5: got a call on the line. Hey, Reggie, what's going on? Ain't hey, nothing else. I'm sitting here listening to old Danny Dye. Danny die, what's going on? This register. What's down the ridge Well, you know I'm still here. I'm <laughs> staying
4: my retirement. I'm putting something together.
5: Okay, Danny, I was listening to you talk about your you league. What 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 where where are you located now? You in uh, Coconut Grove or you
4: down south? Well we, we right now we're using the field at Carl Gable Senior High. We we mm-hmm. run into a program a feeder program for Gables, what we're trying to do is connect just like all the other places, Georgia, Texas, where they have middle school football teams. So we started a middle school football team here with the SFNYFL, where the kids don't mm-hmm. have to weigh in, where, you know what I'm saying, where kids will be challenged just like they'll be challenged at high school. You, you know, because we got the kids, they're playing a certain, a certain segregated weight, but then the kids that don't make that weight, they can't play. And we try trying to find a way where we see all kids busy. We're going to occupy all their time. Right. Right now, I'm located at Carl Gabriel Senior High Football Field uh, Tuesday through Friday from 5.30 to 8.30. Okay,
5: Okay. that's a good thing because I I was talking to Darrell earlier and he had told me Hmm. he made contact with you and and mentioned it. It it was something that I thought was positive because – you know, we're going way back. You know, Little League, Then there said earlier that, you know, you never liked that Little League because, you know, you got guys that, especially uh, in today's uh, time where, you know, even when we were growing up back then, you know, it, it, when once you're in junior high, you, it, it stops, I think, at uh, 145 a, a, a week. But you right, got right. guys, used, especially used, yeah. these days, that are uh, – you, you got guys that are uh, fourteen years old or thirteen years That's old, three hundred pounds, and like two two hundred and fifty pounds. That's why I'm
4: here. Yeah. That's right. the doors I'm right. trying to open. Because look, look yeah. at it this way: if you look at Florida on a whole, and you look at the amount of people we got in the NFL and at the college level, we're producing all the skilled positions. You understand that, right? We right, got every right. skill oh, position, every skill position covered wherever we are. But guess what? You ain't got them on the line besides the Pouncy brothers, man. It's hard to find a alignment from Florida.
5: Right. It's funny you know that man? you mentioned. It, it, it's funny, Danny, that you mentioned the Pouncy brothers. I, you know, I live in Lakeland now, Lakeland, Florida. Yeah. And they went to a high school called Lakeland Dreadnoughts, and, um, and and I go to all of their games. You know, I I, yeah. I only live about. If I get in my car, I'm only five minutes away from the high school w- that they attended back in high school, called the Dreadnoughts, and yep. uh, you know, it, 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 and and it's also funny that you mentioned about the state of Florida. You know, out of all of the states in the NFL, uh, uh, all of the players that are in the NFL, we mm-hmm. in the state of Florida has the most players in the NFL yep. than any state and in that, the country, and that's skilled players. From running back to receiver right. with the
4: cornerbacks to safety, this, linebackers or whatever. But when we're talking about what they're doing now, you know, the people that's getting the free money now is the fillers, the guards, the tackles. they getting the money. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, right. God, they're the one making the money not giving the tackles. We got to stop producing right. that. But guess what? Right. Our and it's, kids it's, don't it's,
5: get a chance to play. And you said something earlier, and we gon' we to forget about the money. It's about steering these kids in the right direction. Right, right. Be you honest, know, from, from, from going down the wrong avenue, ending up, ending up in the in the system, or either worse than that, ending up dead. So, so uh, I totally agree because they don't have they uh, these kids today don't have the uh, leaders and, and 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 coaches that we had back in our days. But it, it, it's up us. These kids don't
4: have the here. productive ideas that we have because they don't have they don't have the connection with sports. Look, I live in a little town called Coconut Grove down here in Miami. It's the, really at the heart of the city of Miami. It's where City Hall and everything is. And, and and you come to this town with so many athletes, but every night when the suns go down, you might hear a pop, 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 pop. You wake up in the morning, somebody dead. Guess some who shot him? A fifteen year old, a fourteen year old. You let the kids playing ball. You know, this right, and is that's, doing that's, some
5: that's not just in, in, in Miami, it's, it's, it's I, all over I was the just, United States of America. These teenagers, right, man, they don't have any go, positive role models. Right. Before I can go
3: yeah.
4: somewhere else, I'm just giving you an yeah. idea of what I'm dealing with while I'm getting off my big butt and making something happen for these kids in, in this area, you know? Yeah, and gonna really appreciate world, it, man. If I, make, if I can make it happen for the world, I sure will try, brother. I yeah, don't try. I know you can we only really do what appreciate
1: you it, did, Danny. You
4: know. <laughs> And I want you to know
1: one thing too, Danny. That um, hey, you're talking to the world because VoiceAmerica.com not only reaches Florida, it reaches all over the United States and the world. It's the only radio station in North and South Korea. So not only are you talking to South Florida, you're talking to the world. And Danny, man, when we look at some of these, you have so many teams on this team: the Helper Hand Bulls, the core Gables oh, Cavaliers, man, we got so many. Homestead Predators. Y'all got oh, the coast. Out over there, Liberty, Liberty, love, the Liberty Square Coast, Miami Youth Rockets. Hey, Northside oh, Panthers, man. South Florida Generals, Opalaka Hurricane, the South Day Bulldogs, the South Day Bulldogs, the Southwest Seminoles, the Boca Jets, um, the Daniel Bears, the East Miramar Dolphins, St. Peter Seminole, Palm Beach Outlaws, the Western Tigers, the Muck City Browns, the Peehoking Baby Blue Devils, the Indian Town Thunderbirds, and the Bell Glades Baby Raiders. Man, there's some great teams in this program, Danny. I'm gonna tell you, man, we have to applaud you. And I want you to know, man, anytime you want to come on Sports Info you, UM and talk about any of these teams, or talk about, talk, uh, or talking about the uh, NYFL, don't be a stranger we here every Monday night. I, def- I definitely ain't going no to be no stranger.
4: I definitely ain't going to be no stranger. Money, die. <laughs> right. I'm right here. I ain't going nowhere. And listen to this here. <laughs> Let me get this plug in. Everybody who hear my voice. Oh, you, we, we located all around the world. Man, everybody. Everybody who hear my voice. These kids are our future. These kids are the best investment we can make. Gold, silver, anything you would think of ain't gonna be a better investment until you invest into your own kid. That's so true. That's, that's these like You said them and that's children that. and follow these kids up, and we won't have all this killing, man. This just, just senseless killing. Yeah, that's so true. But we need to get these kids something and make them occupy. Hey, listen. Let me say this here. Let me say this here. Saturday, Saturday. But June 17th, the Junior Cavaliers are presenting a football camp to start the season. From 12 o'clock, I mean, from 10 o'clock to 4 o'clock, we'll be on Carl Gable Senior High Football Field with names to be announced with professional players for this year's football camp. So, if anybody in the area that's from the Shenandoah, Silver Bluff, City of Miami area, anywhere, Carl Gables, Coconut Grove, South Miami, Lirley City, Overtown. Anybody that's got some kids that they want to bring forth or, or um, bring to the camp, please contact Danny Guy at 786 484 so I can have the kids registered and make sure that they get their T-shirts and everything. Please call in and register the kids for the camp. That way... You know, he cares to be set up. We will be taking applications at the camp. So, you know, we we, we will be doing everything for you. So I want to get that in. But I want everybody to know that the SFNYFL and the Carl Junior Cavaliers, South Bay Bulldogs, and every team you just heard, our, our, um, DJ just, uh, what our spokesman just tell us, <laughs> Mr. Oliver, all those teams, wrap and support them because we're here. South Florida NYVL is here for the kids. We're not discriminating, and we're never going to turn the kid away. Hey, Danny, we
1: love you for hey. it, man. And like I said, don't lighten up, tighten up. Keep up the good work, brother. Hey,
4: hey, hey Danny,
5: do you, do you how know? much time we got before you go? What's up, Reggie? I, I just I want remember. to say this also. If Danny, you still there, uh, uh, on July 23rd, Rodney Bellinger will be um, inducted into the Coconut Grove Hall of Fame. Um, wow. On July 23rd. 23rd? So, so, keep July 23rd, Rodney Bellinger is going to be inducted into the um, the, the, the neighborhood where he's from, which is the same neighborhood you from, Coconut Grove. He'll be inducted yeah. um, uh, 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 in into the uh, Grove Hall of Fame on July 23rd. I'm not sure of the, uh, the time yet, but he will also, along with Billy Rowe, be a, who will, will be assisting him in running a camp. Uh, wow. out there on I okay. think that's gonna Grove Park right off of uh, off of as uh, uh, soon as you turn off US1 well, what's the name yeah, of the park um, am
4: Bristol Park
5: yeah, yeah right Park. There. so, so yeah. I just wanted to mention that uh, more details will be revealed as we get closer but right now Rodney is in Miami right now so okay well, hey, don't, don't worry, worry about that
1: man we're gonna get okay, Rodney like, get on the out show out definitely before so he have his uh have his induction. We'll have him on the show before he have his induction. Okay, yeah, Rodney a in, he's easy person to, to get to in contact too. with, but uh, every once in a while he answers my call and he'll call me back. So I expect Rodney yeah. to uh, give us a call, man, and uh talk about his induction into the NFL Hall of Fame. Hey, a little bit about no, Yes, no, sir. No, right to the Coconut
5: Grove now. Yeah, I know. Yeah That's coconut coconut, coconut grove.
1: Coconut Grove Hall of Fame, yeah.
5: Yeah, high school. Right. Oh, I want to check that out, man.
1: Yep. Hey, but well guys, we got to take yep. a quick commercial break. And um, Reggie, don't be a stranger uh, either, man. We ain't heard from you in a while. Okay. But don't let Danny okay. Dye Come okay. on the show for you to give us a call. <laughs> we here every Monday night, man. And Danny, call us anytime yeah. and talk about the y- uh Talk about the football league, man. We always say the YF.
4: Let's do this. The, the let's N- do this is weekly. what we here for. All right, let's do this by weekly where I can bring stats and everything. Let's do it. We here.
1: Okay. All right, Danny. We'll holler at you. All right. You we'll have a good one. We'll to on the other side. Hey, when All we right, get Danny, back, guys, you we, got, in, uh, we got Scott. He want to talk about a little bit about these hurricanes in Miami and everything else that's going on in the world of sport. And I think Scott says uh, LeBron James still got a chance. Don't think about it, Scott. We'll be back after these messages.
0: p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: You're tuned in to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Scott on the line. Scott want to talk a little bit about these Miami Hurricanes. And trust me, that is one of my favorite subjects. Well, Scott, what's up,
3: Scott? Oh yeah. It's all about the you,
1: Daryl. It's all about yeah, the you. Yeah. yeah, it's all about the you. You know, Scott, before we get started, man, um uh I was down at the University of Miami um for the annual reunion um April second weekend in April. And while I was there, I had an opportunity to um to meet Mark Walton, the the running back number 1. And I uh, had a, had a little conversation with him and um uh, and he, he was very humbled, um he sh- showed a lot of respect um just appeared to be a, a really really nice guy now the one thing that 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 came across to me when I saw him is that uh he didn't he didn't appear to be very big he's not a real big big person as a matter of fact I may have been a little taller than him I thought he was um he plays a lot bigger than he looks I'll say that and I think him coming back, and well, this is, this will probably be the last year that we see him. I think he's probably going to yeah. make his make his way into the NFL draft somewhere. And you can't blame him um, being a running back. Um, a year, a year in college playing at University of Miami, touching the ball 18, 20 times a, a game, is a year that he won't be able to play in um, at, in in the NFL touching the ball 18 right. or 20 times. So I think it's important. And
3: uh, if he has a good season, there's no doubt I think we, we're going to lose him. Well, well I hope yep. he shines because uh, uh, you're right on that. I mean, uh, it, this is, this should be his year and, and he should come on out uh, because I'll tell you the the competition that's coming in, that they're all uh, hungry and, you know, they, all of them, I mean, we're, we got a few good five stars coming in and, uh, you know, they're, they're all going to be wanting on the field and, uh unfortunately you know you can only put so many backs on the field, running backs on the field at a time you know it's good to have a couple backups but you know let him get it, get it, have a good year this year and, and move on it but i i think we got two or three this coming in that this uh that's going to pick up where we're Miami football usually uh is that at running back well uh, i i'm all about it i i tell yeah. you what the, the recruits that we're getting in I is unbelievable to what we've had in the past, uh, six, seven years. I, I think, uh, 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 they're all, they all are seeing things are changing at Miami and, uh, they're all one piece of it. I tell you, cause for 2008, I, I saw, we've got 13 four stars coming in or, or committed and one five star, but we're used to uh, looking at two and three stars, uh, with a few four stars, uh, I don't even see any three and two stars, and you know uh, that, yeah, that says right. a lot. It does say a lot. There's a lot yeah, for, I mean. for what what they're seeing at Miami. I mean, things are going to turn around. Tell you what, they're, they're the defensive backs. I, I look for us to, uh, you know, we used to put out a lot of uh, great defensive backs in the past uh, fifteen years, and uh, it looks like we're we're getting a top-notch uh, cornerbacks coming in.
1: Yeah. And what what that's, do you think about this running back, uh, Lorenzo Langard?
3: That's the one from uh uh, uh somewhere around uh Yeah, he's he's from Orange City. Is? Uhhuh. Orange City. University Orange high Orange school, City. yeah. Orange City. Uh I yeah. I've been looking at him and, and uh, you know, that's uh yeah, it's it's a small kind of a small town, but I mean he's uh, obviously plays uh up to par because he's a, he's a five star regardless. Yeah, he uh, is. Where, I'm gonna tell you, playing, but this is not far
1: from my house, and I'm going to see this kid this year. I, I want to see what he's about. If he's going to be play, if, if if this is the number one running back we're recruiting, I'm going to go and see this kid next year because Orange City is not that far from where I live at. Right, it's not uh, that uh, far at, at all. That, yeah, that's over near Orlando. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna check yeah, him out, perfect. see see what, see what he was about. Yeah, you know, right Miami. Right down he's, he, from uh Del Yeah, yeah, right down from Del He's committed to um to Miami. Yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well well hey Scott, it um we um I, this kid Brian Hightower, he's the number one wide receiver that uh, that Miami's um looking at. And I really think he's he has a, a, a serious upside, 6'3", hundred and ninety six pound. Brady to yeah. Florida yeah and yeah, this kid is I a real what, deal.
3: uh, uh all, all around uh uh when you when you get some uh big big time uh, receivers uh, like that uh, you need you need some big uh receivers uh anymore you know in the past we've had some that's average size, but nowadays uh uh these tall receivers are, are what most teams are looking for, oh yeah. Uh, I remember when uh, Julius Jones uh, was uh, committed in Miami, and then he backed out and went to Alabama. But look at him now! I mean, that's a—he's a big kid too. Yeah, he uh, is. Look at him now! <laughs> look yep. at him now in the NFL. I mean, that's yep. It's great to see uh, a big receiver like that. You know, they got good hands. Uh, it's hard uh, for a cornerback, especially small cornerbacks, to cover somebody like that. Yep. So,
1: but you know, think I think I,
3: all. all over.
1: Go ahead. At the upside this year for, for Miami, man. I mean, I, we just have to be ecstatic as fans to see what Mark Rick has done. You know, I know we're gonna probably end up starting a true freshman at quarterback this year, um, but we I, I, we we saw Brad Kaya start as a true freshman.
3: That's right. You know, hey, and he, didn't I do a bad Brad, job. Brad, Brad Kaya started, but after he started, I was like, wow, they, saw, you know that uh he was fine he, he did fine yeah i was any nowadays uh, uh the quarterbacks that you got uh coming out a lot of them are, are you know they can start anywhere uh you know uh look what florida state did with uh uh, uh what's it their for their uh, their uh last heisman quarterback Jameis. yeah uh, i mean they, you got quarterbacks out there that go to these camps. I mean, they they and they get coached by uh, uh, good coaches, and, and I mean, you can, any any team can start a, a decent quarterback. Uh, so I mean, that's that's why hey, I like to see uh, uh, a start of a freshman having for a good three four years. Uh, that way, you know, you can b- b- find another one coming in behind him. But it's good hey. to have one that. that they can uh, start for a while because a lot of times, you know, they do real good. They move They move on to the next level. They don't yeah. stick around too long.
1: Yeah. Hey, well, Scott? We got a run, man. We got some other callers on the line, but hey, man, don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night on Sports Info right, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Hey, um, um, we got rolling on the line, um, Matt. Hey, how you doing, Darrell? Hey, Roland, what's going on? Hey, for you all that don't know, Roland Via from Daytona Beach, Florida, is our racing update guy. And Roland, uh, Roland comes in and gives us a NASCAR update, a Formula One update, an IndyCar update, a dirt track car update. Roland, <laughs> before we go any further, before we go any further, what in the world is going on, man? Dale Earnhardt Jr. is retiring? What, how old is this guy? Like, 20, 27 years old? 32 no, years old? What no, is
2: it? No, he's Come 41, Daryl. He's not a it's... kid anymore. No, Dale Earnhardt Jr., he's 41. Uh, I, I saw Richard Petty drive till he was 71. Uh, no, not 71. He, <laughs> he died at uh, age 52 or 53, it was. But um, it, Dale has been through some concussions. As you know, he sat out last year in the races and uh, he was pretty much told at that time one more and it could be pretty bad and he continued on he wants to kind of go out this year uh you know saying goodbye but man he's had a miserable year just as he discovered yesterday whenever his uh he was there at Pocono trying to shift the car and he'd be shifting between third and fourth and the car would just go into second gear it blew up a motor in practice, so you had to start the back. I'll be darned if it didn't do it again during the race. And the Hendricks car, three or four of them, went out due to brake problems. That was a uh, <laughs> that was one heck of a race there with the brakes. Car number 21, the Woods Brothers Ford, finished first. That's Ryan Blaney's very first win. It's a 99th win overall in all the years the Woods Brothers been racing, and they haven't had a win since that daytona 500 trevor bain win back in in 2011 so it was a very popular victory that happened for him but um i have a question for you can you tell a hundred dollar bill okay hundred dollar bill and no google who is leading right now in the nascar points do you know daryl oliver
1: uh uh and i'm gonna take i'm just gonna take a um I'm just you gonna take a Google wild that guess. Guy. That was Martin Truex Jr. Oh, uh, you cheated? That was I swear I didn't roll it. I swear I didn't. <laughs> I just I, I I'm telling. you, I did not. I'm I'm just. His name has just been like the hottest name in racing uh, th- this year. When you hear when you look at NASCAR, he's the name. Is he is he the points leader?
2: He is the points leader. He's not necessarily the the going to be the wins leader, but the old point system. You know, m- most people. You know, don't even know who is where as far as the points go. It all goes by wins as to whether you qualify. Now this year they have the stage racing. They're trying to infuse a little bit more Saturday night uh, heat race type uh, excitement back into the race again. Um, I haven't warmed up to it yet, honestly, because, you know, you start a race and then you end a race. And whoever's out front in the end is... The winner to me, and uh, I haven't warmed up to it yet at all. Hey, can I give you an update? Sure. Give me uh, an The let's... fifth inning out of Gainesville, Florida, which, by the way, they have changed the name of Gainesville to Rainesville because they've had so many rain delays there. Uh, at the top of the fifth inning, it is Florida 3, Wake Forest 0. In the bottom of the third inning, we had J.J. Schwartz. Uh, with a two-run home run, and has put them up. And, uh, of course, this series is tied one-to-one, and uh, there was a walk-off home run today after the game was tied into the 11th inning, and you had a Wake Forest player and a a walk-off. His name escapes me right now, which forced this other game, and it's been in several-hour time delay. So they're they're trying to get the game done, and... uh, and they're playing, you know, two games in a row today. The winner
1: of Bro, this goes to the College World Series. And, of course, Florida State's already there. Well, Ro, well, let me ask you a question. Um, yeah. You know, um, in, in Formula One, this guy Lewis Hamilton has, you know, he, he won a race yesterday in the Canadian Grand Prix. Uh, I think it was <laughs> the Canadian Grand Prix. And right. Anyway, he won by like 18 point some odd seconds. Is that is that like unheard of? I mean, eighteen seconds. That's like that's that's like that's like that's like um, Hussein Boat running a hundred meters three times. No, let's say two <laughs> times. Know,
2: what car you know, are you driving? A Mercedes. There's all kinds of politics in Formula One racing. He made a recent statement, as well as another driver, that you know, if Mercedes didn't start showing well, that they were going to get out of Mercedes. Of course, Ferrari's fighting this year. You've got the uh, Red Bull
0: uh,
2: and the Honda teams that are that are out there trying their best to do it. Um, I think having Fernando Alonso in the uh, Indy race, and he's racing Formula one and he it was in the Indy race, and he's thinking about skipping over to, to the Indy racing.
1: Yeah, I heard that.
2: Less political, more racing, but uh, boy, oh boy, did they... <laughs> <laughs> that they have the big one at Texas yesterday, taking out eight cars, and uh, yeah. it was really a melee. Will, Will Power winning a race, finally. He hasn't been in the winner's circle for a while. but uh, And, uh, by the way, the one that was said to have uh, started the wreck, Tony Kanaan, he got penalized 20 seconds, Daryl, 20 seconds. That's forever in an open-wheel yeah. car on that That's two-mile cool. oval, right? That's he almost much as much time as Lewis back.
1: Hamilton won the race.
2: I know it. He was too laps yeah. down and came back to to be the runner up. So that was a heck of a race for him.
1: Really hey, hey and before we get out of here, before we get out of here, I gotta ask you about this guy, Darrell Wallace Jr. What's 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 going on? How do you, how do you feel about this? What's the what's the buzz in NASCAR? And give us a little bit about who Darrell Wallace Jr. is. Oh, you mean Bubba? Yeah, Bubba. Bubba Wallace. <laughs>
2: Bubba showed very well in trucks. He's well-groomed and seasoned coming out of trucks. He's racing uh, uh, very successfully in the Xfinity Series. He got a chance to drive the number 43 Richard Petty iconic blue Ford yesterday. And uh, he did, you know, fairly well, finished 20-something. I don't remember where it was. This is the example of the NASCAR diversity program that they have strived so hard for. The diversity program to bring nationalities together, race, color, creed, no matter who it is, you know, Um, to bring them together and get them out on the track. But in the end, it's who is the best racer. Who can handle the wheel, okay? Always. And Bubba has proved that. He'll be running in the Premier Series within the next year or two. He will have a ride. All right. I like
1: that. He's very
2: personable. And, uh, and I think he's got a promising future. How many young guns do we have? My gosh.
1: Yeah, it is a That's lot of That's the
2: them. future of the sport. We're kind of in a in-between lull with Tony Stewart going out and Jeff Gordon and now Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, yeah. Kind of that lull. But we've got a lot. Look at Ryan Blaney yesterday. What a magnificent Jenna? job he did. Young guy. I mean, he, Kevin Harvick was all over his rear end. Here's Kevin Harvick, almost halfway through the season, with no wins this year. Here's a, a, a racer like Kyle Busch and Joe Gibbs Racing, without any wins this year. Joe Gibbs Racing has not won. And, wow, uh, wow that's unbelievable. Has, yeah, I know it. But uh, it's going to be in the second half of the season. Things will start to get even. Going back to Formula One real quick, and I mentioned Mercedes, they play games in what is allowed and motors and weights and all kinds of different things, and that's part of what you saw yesterday with uh, with uh, Lewis Hamilton that winning. He's a great driver. There's no doubt yes. about that. He's fired. Yes. Um, he matter of fact, Formula One is that that is so above and beyond racing. Those cars are so extremely fast, and yeah. it's like running uh, on a razor blade. I mean, yeah. these guys, there's just no room for error. It's one of the most dangerous sports there really is. And yes, it it's is. underappreciated by many, many
1: racers. And there's a and huge as a, difference and between as a racing fan Indian car and an F1 car. I want to say that. As, an, as a racing fan, and I, I lived in Europe for some years in my early years, I, I really got involved in, and, and I really got into racing while I was in Europe. And I got into all kinds of racing, motorcycle racing, car racing, but they don't call a race car driver a driver in Europe. They call those guys pilots because that's how they (laughs) feel about drivers in in race cars in Europe because they, they are. If you're riding those Formula One cars, man, it's nothing. Them to hit two hundred miles an hour like it's nothing. So we we look like for American, a NASCAR most, right?
2: Most Americans have no appreciation for how uh, racing is in Europe. Okay, they yeah. they really have no concept of how important it is and how rabid the fans are. And I'll compare it to soccer. Yeah, you know, so, but soccer uh, has the same knowledge here as Formula One racing has here. But man, over there, soccer and and formula racing is really everything. Heck, they even race formula go-karts that are unbelievable in their speed. I know. So,
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, Roland, thanks like for calling, man. Car, Don't so. be a stranger. We're here every Monday night on the Voice America Radio. I'll do it. Can I ask you another question? Sure. I've been dying to ask this about you, Mr. Sure.
2: Miami. Mark Richt happens to be one of my favorite coaches of all time. He's bringing a um, a, a, a different atmosphere to the university of miami though competitive he's really there for the student athlete what's your opinion of mark rick so far what's your
1: uh report card uh from a to f where is he at well um (laughs) i i i have to show a little uh partiality to mark rick um i was a freshman a wet nose, wet behind the ear freshman when Mark Rick was a senior. Him and Jim Kelly were classmates my freshman year in college. So uh, I think Mark Rick is doing a wonderful job at the University of Miami. And, and as a as a former teammate and as a fan and as an alumnus, uh, I'm ecstatic with uh, his progress and the players that he's bringing into the program. Uh, we have new facilities going up at the University of Miami and uh, we're just really happy, so I, I'd have to give him a grade of um, of an A. I can't give him an A-plus yet. We haven't won a national championship. But once uh, we
3: <laughs> – but I won't give Mark, Mark an A. Rick?
1: Yeah, you Mark was a senior him? when I was uh, – he was a senior when I was a freshman. Oh, man. All right, we've got to uh, have some more
2: stories in the future. I'll let you go back to end of the program from Daytona Beach for saying hello and get your tickets now for the July 4th race. There are seats still available. We got unbelievable music there. And it's going to be a great race. Halfway through this. Take care, brother. We got to run. Hey,
1: thanks, guys. This is the last, night. last. This is it. We will be back next week with more sports information. Peace.